New on Curiosity Stream, Darwin's theory of evolution, a scientific breakthrough, but 1920s Tennessee wasn't ready for it. It became the Bible versus evolution. Followed a heated trial that changed American education forever on Monkey in the Middle. And it's the country's deadliest highway. There were something like 178 accidents in a two-year period. Don't miss the most dangerous road in America. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Good morning, good evening, greetings, and salutations, and welcome to the Hijack My Life podcast. This is a podcast developed to personal development and growth. My name is Gene White, and this is episode number five of the show. Today, I want to give you my top five tips to help you deal with change. And if you're ready, I'm ready. So let's go. You know, change, they say, is the only thing that stays the same. And if it is a fact that change is a constant, then why do we resist it? Why is it so difficult to get used to? You know, our habits make us who we are. And doing things the same way that we've always done them, it makes us feel at home and it makes us feel safe. Leaving the past, like, you know, changing jobs or moving to a new town, it makes us uncomfortable, even if we know that we're doing it and it's the best for us. You see, we make decisions and we set goals to change our routines a lot. But how often do we change our habits? Hmm. You see, the reason that we fail to do it is that, you know, we're afraid to embrace change. There is a sense of fear and uncertainty that we have concerning this. We tend to dwell on those what ifs. So what if this happens? This change comes and it, it, it jeopardizes or it, it, it comes to threaten everything that I know that's good. I've been comfortable and safe and complacent in this little box. And now change is happening. And what am I going to do with this? Quite often, a lot of people live their lives without embracing change. And that's unfortunate because this lack of embracing it will leave them often disgruntled and sometimes left with some unfulfilled wishes. Now, that doesn't mean that your life isn't still full of changes and setbacks, even if you choose not to embrace those things. So I want to talk to you today about my top five tips for dealing with change. And this episode is not going to be a long one. I'm getting straight to the point. I'm going to tell you these top five tips and then I'm going to let you get on back to your day. So tip number one is to embrace the change. You got to acknowledge that things are changing. First of all, sometimes we get so caught up in fighting change that we actually just put it off rather than just dealing with it. You know, denial is a powerful force and it protects us in many ways. However, if you're stepping outside of it and saying to yourself that things are changing and that's OK, that can be less stressful than just putting it off. So take, for instance, a business merger on your job. 
back when I worked in uh, wireless communication, Suncom was bought by AT&T, which was bought by Singular and then turned into the new AT&T. So as I was starting my career in wireless services, there was a lot of changes that was going on with that particular company. And so we had to learn new pricing plans. We had to learn new ways of operating and and new systems and these different things, changing new colors and logos and all of these different things that were going on. So that change can either be embraced and dealt with, or you can resist and fight it. Inevitably, the change was going to happen regardless. So are you going to learn from that and, and learn how it can benefit you or are you just going to keep fighting that and ultimately shoot yourself in the foot, basically? So embrace the change. That's tip number one. Number two, you should overcome your apprehensions. Change brings with it an uncertainty and a risk of failure. And it's natural to feel some worry and anxiety when the path ahead is unclear. However, uncertainty shouldn't breed inaction under any circumstances. We must focus on the options that we have to adapt and respond to the change. So overcome your apprehensions and then make what appears to be the choice that has the best chances for success. Tip number three is to identify what you can control and then what you can't control. And you can do this by writing down the positives that have come from this change. You know, I saw a post that came from my frat brother last week that said that change is inevitable, but growth is optional. And that was so powerful when I read it because, you know, change is going to happen. But what you choose to do when that change happens, that's up to you. How will you respond to that change? So how do you capitalize on that opportunity? What are the things that you can benefit from it? And then what will be your takeaways? You want to look for ways to grow and benefit from the change and make the most of it. You also want to get proactive. You see, being proactive means that you're taking charge and you're working preventatively This means that you figure out what steps you need to take before something happens. The opposite of being proactive is actually being reactive. And that means that you're waiting until something has happened and then you take action. I remember a few years back when my institution that I work at, we got a new president that came in and I knew that there was going to be a change to my management structure because my supervisor at the time was also in the running for the, uh, she was a finalist for the presidency as well. So if she got the job, then there was going to be a new supervisor that was going to be uh, directly over me. And if that didn't happen, then there's going to be a new president who's going to have new initiatives and is going to have um, new thoughts and processes around the job that I did. So this change was coming. Well, when the change happened, the finalists were announced, the new president was announced. I was proactive in how I approached that situation. And I had conversations, went up to um, talk to the president to find out what the motivations were, what things are important to him. And also 
um, just to kind of get a feel of how that would affect me. And through that conversation, I was able to develop for him to become a mentor to help me in my career and to kind of help shape some of those decisions that I make through this process as I'm going along this journey into higher education and just in my career in general. You want to be proactive when new changes come versus waiting for that change to happen, waiting to see how it affects you and then say, okay, now that it's affect me, now I'm going to do something. Well, by that time, it may be too late. So be proactive and try to control the narrative, try to control the situation, especially as it pertains to you. Number four is to take care of yourself during the time of change. Your mental health is important. Realize that good change can still cause stress. Sometimes when people go through a positive life change, such as graduating from college or just graduating in general, having a baby, they still can feel a great deal of stress or even dread. Keep in mind that positive change can create stress just like not so positive change. Stress is just your body's way of reacting to the change. And it's okay to feel stressed even when something good has happened. In fact, it's normal. Ask for help when you need it. Your trusted friends or family members, they could be good resources to watch your kids while you run errands or if you just need a break. Don't be afraid to seek help from a counselor if you need someone to talk to. Find a support group where it's applicable. Find your tribe and vent to them as necessary, but keep the conversations positive. Focus on coming to ideas that you can better cope with this change. Exercise can be an outlet to cope with the stress of change or just to get your mind off the change that could be giving you your anxiety. The goal is to not just shy away from the change, but find ways to handle it. Eat as healthy as you can. Don't go reaching for the carbs and the sweets, stuffing your mouth with cakes and cookies and pies and all of that jazz. (laughs) Also, watch for increased consumption of alcohol and other medicinal substances that have been either implemented or increased since the onset of the change. Know who you are, know yourself, know your habits, and make sure that you're taking care of those. And number five, avoid self-criticism. Blaming yourself for a problem doesn't solve anything. Embracing change implies that you don't see change as adversity, but an opportunity to improve yourself or to try new things. You need to be positive about your situation, your capabilities and your ability to adapt to change. You know, many times what we consider failures are actually just setbacks. Our perspective can play an important role in our ability to deal with these setbacks. So by learning to reframe the setback as a problem that needs to be solved, we can reduce our pessimism and then feel more in control. There are three A's of dealing with setbacks, and they are to accept, to assess, and then to act. First, you have to accept that the setback has happened. Then you need to assess the situation and your options that you have. And then finally, Once you've accepted it, you've assessed what opportunities that you have there, then you just act on the best possible option. So you're going to accept, you're going to assess, and then you're going to act. 
You see, change is inevitable. We honestly cannot control that things at some point will change. What we can control is how we handle those changes, you know, how we respond to those changes. And then what takeaways will we leave with when that change happens? So what I found is that it's more beneficial for myself to not fight a change. If I can head the change off at the past and then prevent it, then great. But when that change becomes a reality, then it's up to me to deal with the change. It's up to you to deal with that change. Ultimately, you know, we're wasting time if we're fighting change. The more efficient play to run in this situation is just to embrace it and then adapt to it so that you can get to the next play that you have to run in your life. I want to invite you to join the Patreon group. I have a private podcast for my Patreon members that gets even more personal. You know, sometimes I have these thoughts that um, I have these thoughts about things that happen in my life and, you know, just really grinds my gears. And there's a time and a place for me to share those things. Honestly, some of those things I guess I could choose to share here, but those thoughts are not meant for a broader audience. If, however, you want to be a part of the Patreon group and get the behind the scenes access to the private podcast and get early episodes of this podcast, then you should head over to Patreon and follow the Hijack My Life podcast. Also, if you are not following the Hijack My Life podcast on Instagram, please do. I want to communicate with you there. In fact, I just asked a question on IG and I need to get some feedback from you on what you feel your biggest fear is. I want to use your feedback for an upcoming episode and I need your help. So thanks for tuning in to episode five of the show. I hope it was valuable to you. And if indeed you did find value, please share the show with two people this week and help us to grow the community. I want you to remember that in this life, we cannot progress unless we process the person that we are and implement the knowledge, skills and abilities that transform us into the person that we want to be. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you on the next episode of the Hijack My Life podcast. Peace. Ready for the smartest bundle in streaming? Six streaming services for the intellectually curious. Featuring Curiosity Stream with the best collection of documentary films and TV shows, Psalm TV, and great stories from the world of wine. Taste Made for the fun side of food and travel. Topic with the best thrillers and crime stories, and so much more. From nature to history, technology to food, mystery to adventure, get six streaming services for one low price and less than $6 a month. It's the best deal in streaming. Learn more and sign up now at smartbundle.com.